0: Grab your Bibles, grab your Bibles, turn with me to 1 Chronicles chapter number 16, while the choir finds their place, 1 Chronicles 16. Uh, man, I enjoyed the fire out of that, how about y'all? Well, yeah. I can't wait for tonight. Uh, uh, I'm going to see if he'll let me sing with him. <clears throat> no, no, oh, no. All right. Man, this is great. I'm so excited to be here. Uh, I, I'll be honest with you, I'll be honest with you, we've had some tumultuous weeks, uh, probably more than we've ever had at Temple. Uh, we have had experience and gone through, uh, I, I think they counted up with, with church members or immediate family members of church members, 14 deaths in two weeks. It, it, it has been unreal. I, and I, I, I'm just, i just, I'm asking you to pray for all of the families. Uh, uh, we've had a funeral yesterday at one, today at three. Uh, and, and it's just, it's just, Listen, that's part of life. I understand that. But when it's you, it's all of life. Amen? And so we're going to pray for our family members. We're going to pray that God's will be done and, uh, and, and get started. We're going to read real quick so you can sit down. Look in First Chronicles chapter number 16 and verse number 7. Y'all know we've been in a series on worship. And what are the elements of worship that David gave us here? Verse number 7, if you found your spot, say amen. Then on that day, David delivered first this psalm to thank the Lord into the hand of Asaph and his brethren. Give thanks unto the Lord. <clears throat> Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the people. Sing unto him. Sing psalms unto him. Talk ye of all his wondrous works. Glory ye in his holy name. I don't know if you felt a little of that glory this morning, but <clears throat> Christ alone, he, 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 he deserves it all. Amen. <laughs> Let the heart of them rejoice that seek the Lord. Verse 11, say it with me. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face continually. All right, read that again. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face continually. Remember his marvelous works that he had done, his wonders and the judgments of his mouth. Father, thank you, Lord, for your blessings. Thank you for such a sweet, sweet worship service this morning. Thank you for a great choir practice to kick it off. God I pray that your perfect will be done. Move in an awesome way. Use your word to speak to us. God will thank you for it in Jesus name. Amen. Amen, you may be seated. You may be seated. Seek the Lord. I, I, I was given a little bit less time today, and, and that's okay. That's, this, this message, uh, it is going to seem, it is going to seem just ridiculously elementary and practical, but I'm thinking, I'm thinking that this is probably the most important out of all of them because this is the one, this is the one that I think that we struggle with the most uh, because of what will, will be, what will be accomplished if we actually do what this verse is saying, seek the Lord. What does it mean to seek the Lord, to seek his face? The word face is translated many times in, in God's word as his presence. So when when you are seeking his face, you are seeking his presence. It's a Hebraic way of saying seeking the presence of the king, seeking an audience with the king. If that makes sense, say amen. Amen. What does it say? Come into his presence with singing, right? Uh, In other words, when we worship, we want to come into his presence. Well, you say, preacher, uh, I, I thought God's everywhere at the same time, if I go up into the heavens, there he is. If I make my bed in hell, there he is. If I go here or go there, no matter where I go, that's true. That's true. He's omnipresent. He's everywhere at the same time. But God does not always manifest himself. Manifest himself. And that's what he's talking about. When you go to seek the Lord, when you go to seek the Lord, that means you're seeking his manifest presence. All right, let me, let me, let me give you a little definition and we'll... Go on. Listen, here's what I mean. To be before his face is to be in his presence. God's manifest, conscious, trusted presence is not our constant experience. There are seasons when we become neglectful of God and give him no thought and do not put trust in him, and we find him unmanifested. That is, unperceived as great and beautiful and valuable by the eyes of our hearts. What does that mean? There are times in your life when you're not even thinking about God. Come on, let's be honest. It's just us here, guys. We're all family. We can just be honest. Take your halos off, put them in your pockets, amen. (laughs) How many of y'all know there's times we don't even, God doesn't even cross our mind? And the sad part is that happens in church. How many times have you caught yourself when, 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 the, when they're up here singing their heart out and they're up here trying to glorify God and lead you into doing that and you're thinking about what's on the menu of Shones? Yeah. <laughs> or are we going to get out of here in time to, to miss, to miss the, the big line? Come on, guys. Yeah. And you know what? We don't feel God. God doesn't manifest itself to us. But what happens when we come in focused? What happens when we come in and, 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 and have the intention to give God all the glory and have the intention to give our all to Him? Just like th- today, I'm sitting over there, I'm sitting over there, I'm nervous about today, I'm nervous about the schedule we have today and everything we've got to get accomplished today, and sometimes that'll, that'll mess you up. And, and, and man, they got to singing and, and worshiping, and man, I, I started having tears come down my and God began, I began to feel them. I'll be honest with you, it started before that. I was going through the gym. I, I just went to get a cup of water and I run into a, a, a meeting of the choir and, and Jaden said, you got anything to say? And I really didn't think I had something to say, but y'all know I always got something to say. And I just started talking about those two chairs and singing to the Savior and singing for the sinner. And boy, I started feeling it all over. And I started, oh my goodness, I started getting excited why God was manifesting himself. He was showing how great he is and how wonderful he is. And and it's not that we get the Holy Ghost feels, it's God and I'm seeing and realizing and understanding how great our God is. How good our God is. What What a great God we serve. And if you seek him, he will show himself. Now watch, what does this mean? I said this is practical, it really is. It really is. It boils down to this. Something I have struggled with in my life. Seriously, no, no joking or anything. It simply comes to the point of paying attention. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. Staying focused. When you have problems like I do, staying focused is a real issue. Stay a squirrel, you know. You come in and you try to stay focused and somebody moves in the balcony. <clears throat> or some kids running up and down in the aisles. Y'all with me? We come with a thankful heart. We come to give him glory. We come to sing and all of this. But guess what? We come to seek him. I, I, like, I like seeing Nikki Joe when I get here. But that's not who I'm looking for. I love, I love, I love getting that, getting that, 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 that fist potato that, that's telling me Nikki Joe's thought that's a good message. <clears throat> and I like that. And that's great. But you know what? When we come here, we're seeking his presence. Amen. We're seeking him to manifest himself. I want to feel him. I want to know he's here. It's like David said, the psalmist said, this one thing if I desired and that will I seek after that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Why? I want to behold his beauty and inquire in his temple. The word behold means to see. That's what it's talking about. See what? See his beauty. See how great he is. See how mighty he is. What do you think took the breath away from the Queen of Sheba when she showed up in Israel? She had seen temples everywhere, but she had never been in one with a glory cloud in it. What does she see? The beauty of the Lord. And boy, when you say I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's get back to the outline. Amen. Come on. What does it mean? What does it mean to seek Him? What does it mean to seek Him? If you're taking notes, write this down quickly. We see the pattern in seeking. The pattern in seeking. What manner? How, how do we do this? What's the practical explanation of seeking God? Both the Old and New Testament say, both the old and the New Testament say it is setting of the mind and the heart on. God. It's the setting of the mind and heart on God. Watch this, like this. It is the conscious fixing or focusing our mind's attention and our heart's affection on God. In other words, when you walk through the doors, all right, there's nothing else more important. There's nothing else that takes precedent over what I'm fixing to do. Nothing is more important than me finding God today. Y'all with me? Setting our affection, setting our attention, focusing. We need to get all the peripheral vision, and all this stuff out of the way. Because the devil will load you up with stuff to try to distract your attention away from the king. From the one who we're coming to sing to. From that audience of one, that one chair. He will try to distract you. But when it means to seek the Lord, it means to set your affection, set your attention on Him. First Chronicles twenty-two nineteen. 19. It says, now set your heart and your soul to seek the Lord your God. Colossians, it's the New Testament. Colossians 3, 1 and 2. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above. Where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Watch this. Set your affection on things above, not on things of the earth. Are y'all with me? Set. I looked up that word set. It means to exercise the mind. There's the problem. You had to bring up the word exercise. How many of y'all know we're living in a culture today where we don't do that much? If you have to sit and actually think for at least 37 seconds... We begin to, I've caught myself, I hate this. I hate this about me and I'm I'm trying my best to work on it. Uh, People were standing right in front of me telling me their story and all of a sudden I am in the wild blue yonder looking dead at them. And you know what? We do that here. You see, God wants to speak to you. God wants to talk to you. God wants to give you some help. God wants to give you encouragement. God wants to give you a word today. And, and, and God is here telling you what you need to know to make it another week, make it another hour, make it another day, how to survive this world. I want to give you what you need. And we're <laughs> drifting. You know why? Because it, it, it takes effort. I, I, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I can't, I can't tell you how many times I've sat right there in that chair and, and, and been enjoying the singing. And then I, 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 I'll, I'll see something and it'll get me thinking, why don't somebody control that child? If that child grew up in my house, he wouldn't be able to sit down for a week. And so, so my mind, all of a sudden, it's not set on him anymore. Hey, and you, you can even you, you can even be doing good stuff. I can be sitting there thinking, okay, is this the right song? Do I get up after this song? Is this Jay-? And, and, and Jalen already knows. He gives me them because he knows I struggle with that. And I, I and I, I have to I have to consciously stay focused. And many times we don't. And you know what? Sadly, this is all over America. I, I've, I've been in parking lots. I've been in parking lots of restaurants after church service. You know, all church people, they go out everywhere. And by the way, I need a kickback from Arby's because when I said that about that fish sandwich at Arby's, it was loaded up when I got out of here. <clears throat> but there's church people everywhere. I can't tell you how many times. I, man, I said, how'd your church go today? People from other church. Man, I tell you what. Woo, son, our pastor was shucking the corn today. I'm talking my slam down to the cop. You say it was good, yeah, man. I tell you what, he was preaching. What he preach on? Uh, yeah, I mean, what 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 he preach on? This is good, man. I want to hear this. What he preach on? Uh, it was the Bible. <laughs> I'm parking right in your garage this morning, ain't I? You know why? We lost focus. And if the purpose of hearing the word is to get a word. How is that word going to help you at home when you forgot it before you left the building? Because we didn't stay. Amen. All right. Look what it says. First Chronicles twenty two nineteen. 19. First Chronicles, y'all don't have this, y'all don't have this. Well, maybe you do have this. Man, y'all something else, all right. Now set your heart and your soul to seek the Lord your God. Set your heart and your soul to seek the Lord your God. Second Chronicles eleven sixteen. 16. And after them, out of all the tribes of Israel, such as set their hearts to seek the Lord God. Look what Ezra, Ezra's going back, he's going back out of captivity, going back to Jerusalem to rebuild it says in Ezra 7, 9, For upon this day, the uh, first day of the first month, began he to go up from Babylon, and on the first day of the fifth month came he to Jerusalem, according to the good hand of his God upon him. For Ezra had prepared his heart to seek the law of the Lord. You know what I'm learning? That this seeking God thing, it's really a heart issue. It's really a heart issue. Several, several weeks ago, several weeks ago, it's been months. <clears throat> it's been months, but we had a staff meeting. And we were talking about worship. And we were talking about people getting engaged and coming and not being engaged. And we tried to list every, every reason possible that that could be. Uh, and and uh, this, this suggestion, that suggestion, this idea, that idea. And one of the things that was said, one of the things that was said it's so many times, especially like today. Dear God, if there was ever a weekend that I did not need to lose an hour, it was this one. <laughs> and that alarm went off this morning. And I was like, no, no, there's no way. There's no way. And so we get going and we're late trying to get the dogs fed, trying to get the children clothed, trying to get breakfast made, whatever we do. And we're just, da, 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 da. and we come through the doors with our hair on fire. And the only thought we had is to get here fully dressed. Hey, I'm, it's us, guys. I'm just being honest. And we haven't even thought about the one we're coming to meet. I try my best. I'll get here a little early and I'll go and I'll turn on music and I'll start singing to prep myself, prepare myself to go "Mm," just to get the junk off so I'll be ready when I get here. Jalen has to go through three or four songs before y'all ever get there. But what if what if this week y'all, y'all get all that done? Y- you get ready. You get prepared so that when you arrive you're already ready. Prepare your heart. Set. Focus. Put your attention on him. Seek him. Now watch this. This is so good. This setting of the mind, this is the opposite of mental coasting. How many of y'all have coasted mentally before? How many of y'all are coasting right now? I tricked some of y'all, amen? Listen, it's a conscious choice to direct your heart toward God. We do not make this mental and emotional effort to seek God because he's lost. How many of y'all know God's not lost? That's why we seek the coin or the sheep. But God is not lost. Nevertheless, there is always something through which or around we must go to meet him consciously. This going through or around is what seeking is. Because many times he's hidden and veiled behind our issues. Here's here let me let me explain it. You see, that's the pattern. This is this is a this is an illustration. This this is our chair. This is his chair. This represents his presence. You're the choir singing to the audience of one. And when we come, we're coming to get in his presence. And what we mean, remember, we know he's everywhere all the same time. What we mean by that is we're here to have his presence manifested to us. How do we do that? We know he said, God inhabiteth the praises of his people. We know we have to set our heart. We have to prepare our heart. We have to get ready out there before we come in here. So when we get ready out there and we pray and we say, God, let me forget all the junk. Let me forget all the distractions. Lord, help me. I want to I give you my total undivided attention today. Help me, Lord, to worship you. And by the way, by the way, one of the greatest ways to feel loved is have attention paid to you. I don't, I don't ever feel as loved as when my wife pays me attention. But when I feel like she's distracted or I feel like there's other things more important. I wonder, isn't worship about loving God? I wonder how God feels when we're so distracted that we don't give him our undivided. Because see, today is about him, not us. It's about Him. You know, some come seeking affirmation. Some come seeking attention. Some come seeking fellowship. Some come, and all that's, all that's, you know, that's good. I like hanging out with my Christian people, but that's not why, that's not the primary purpose. We're coming to seek Him. Him, His presence. Now watch, what happens? What happens? We come to focus our attention, focus our mind. Focus our, our everything on him and, and, and why are y'all looking at me? <clears throat> That's where our focus is. Yeah. See how easily we can get distracted? Now watch. What's the problem with this? What's the problem with seeking him? Stuff gets in the way. Yeah. Give me give me about seven, eight guys real quick, stand right here, real quick. I'm gonna heal y'all real, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> Come on, stand right here. Get right here. Now bunch up right here. All uh, right, here. Right here. John, get right there. Come on in here. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. Come on. Right here. All right, right there. Come on, Griggs, over here. Get over here. All right. See, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on. All right. What happens? What happens? What gets in the way of our focus on him? Sometimes our passions do. Our passions do. The things that we're passionate about can get in the way of us. See, he's there. He's not lost. But seeking him means to do this. This is what we got to do. And sometimes our passions will get in the way. Then then sometimes our problems. <laughs> Sorry, bro. (laughs) Let me illustrate. How many times have you sat through an entire worship service and the problem you're facing on Tuesday bombarded your mind and completely kept you from experiencing God's presence? So, So what do we have to do? On purpose, we have to Seeking. We have to go around and through. Amen. On, so not today. Problem, you can wait to Tuesday. Amen. This is a day the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad Amen. in it. Amen. Hey, let me, ho, 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 ho. You're taking up my time. <clears throat> hey, you might find out that if you'll go ahead and focus on him, he'll handle your problem before Amen. Tuesday. I feel God right come there. On, hey, man. Come on. Listen, sometimes, sometimes our pursuits, our pursuits, what does that mean? Our schedules. Yeah. Let me tell you something. If you're too busy to slow down and sit at Jesus' feet, you're too busy. Yeah. That's right. Ask Martha. Yeah. That's right. You know what? Martha got frustrated. You know what'll happen when, when, when God's presence is not manifested to you? You get frustrated. Because you can't see him, because all you can see is your schedule. All you can see is the biscuits you've got to get made. All you can see is the corn you've got to get to the table. All you, and then all you can see is people ain't helping me. So then you begin to take your frustrations out on someone else. And the problem is not someone else, because Mary hath chosen the best thing. And you might be attacking a totally innocent person simply because you have let things get in the way of God's manifest presence in your life. That's right. Yeah. Problems, pursuits, passions. Listen, a lot of times, a lot of times sin. Sin will get in the way. God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we walk we walk with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. Yeah. Listen, God don't even walk in the shade. That's right. Amen. 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 But you know what we have to do, guys? Everybody in here. I don't care who you are. Everybody in here. Everybody in here. Me, Brother Jalen, to the last person. I'm the preacher. He's the worship leader. But guess what? We got to get stuff out of the way. Right. Because the devil's going to pile up stuff. And we got to consciously, remember? We're setting our affection on him. Problems, I ain't got time for you. Listen, pursue, there's nothing more important than him. Here, here, the most important thing I can do is give him my undivided. Oh, okay, I, I've lost you. Give him my undivided yeah. attention. Good job, guys. Bunch of problems. Go sit down. <laughs> Am I preaching today? You see, it takes a conscious effort. A conscious effort. Sometimes we think if we just show up, then there's like glory dust in here and it just falls on us and it's just like. But that's not the case. Do you realize, do you realize that you have a God who wants to talk to you today? And guess what? He's talking to us. I was sitting over there when they started talking about, and, and just two words. Guys, when y'all, when y'all said, when y'all said these two words, y'all said this, I immediately started weeping. Christ alone. Christ alone. There's nothing in this building more important than Jesus Christ. There's nothing more important than us giving him the glory that he deserves. There's nothing that takes precedent over him getting all the glory and him having my undivided attention. Man, so many times Tammy's gotten frustrated with me because she'll be telling me something and she sees the look in my eye. And I hate this question. I hate this question with everything in my being. What did I just say? Uh, (laughs) Uh Darling, you look good today. (laughs) I know, let me get back to the conversation. I just want to tell you, you're looking fine today, baby. Y'all know that don't work. But you know what I'm telling her? By not staying focused, you're not important to me. I read, a, I read an article about, about phones. and, and, and go, go, to, go, to, go to Cracker Barrel and watch. If You see adult children, they're going to they be goofy. But you see a, an adult sitting at the table looking at his phone with other adults around. That adult is saying to the other adults, you're not as important as what I'm looking at. And you know what? We come and we sit in the pew and we get distracted. We we allow cares of this world. We allow worries. We allow problems. We allow hobbies. There's been times I've sat in church growing up and, and through the years that I was thinking more about playing golf than I was what was going on in the church. Man, I'm so ashamed. Thinking about everything in the world but Him. But him. And you know what? Every time I did that, you know what I was telling him? You're not as important. You're not as important. That's why he said, watch this word. Watch this word. Look at, look at you. Look at your Bible. And I'm, I'm done. Look at, look, look at your Bible. Verse 11. Verse 11. You ready? Seek the Lord. <clears throat> Seek the Lord and his strength seek his face. What's that word? Say it again. Say it again. you got to do it every time. There's never a time when you've arrived. Every single worship experience, every single worship service, every single time you sit down to hear the word of God preached, you're to do it Make a conscious effort. Okay, God. Talk to me. Can anybody remember? I'm going to give you a test. What's the first question of every life group? All right. I I, I didn't understand none of that. What's the first question? What one thing? Stood out in the message this week. If you watch this now, I'm gonna get on to you a little bit. I'm just get pastoral just a minute. If you never have an answer to that, you're not paying attention. I didn't say I didn't say if you're too shy to give an answer. But if you sit there and you don't have anything to say, you didn't pay attention. How do I know that? Because every time you come in here, God's got something to say to you. Amen. Every person in here, God's got a word for you today. God has got a letter in your mailbox. The question is, are you going to go get it? I tell you, I didn't get nothing today. That's because you were not paying attention. You know what I found out? The worst preacher in the world, no matter matter how bad he is, if I come to get a word and expect God to talk to me, God's not going to leave me disappointed. You know why I don't get a word? I'm not expecting one. I'm not. I'm not seeking the Lord. He'll give you a word. My soul, he's giving one right now. I'm talking about, I'm, I, am, I am literally preaching to the choir. God, help me stay focused. Help me not get distracted. Well, I tell you, there's just so many distractions in church. Here's some seats right up front. Then you won't see nothing. If you have a problem with that, move right on up. Just come right on down like Bob Barker says. Say amen. But whatever you do, don't let anything distract your focus. When these guys are singing up here, think about what they're singing. Think about what you're singing. Church, say amen. amen. Say this with me. Today, Today I, make a I make a change. I will consciously, I will consciously make, an make an effort every week, every week. to give God, give God my undivided attention. my undivided attention. attention. Church, say amen. Amen. Let's give God praise and glory and honor. Come on, stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. How many of y'all know we're going to have to pray about that?